Hey, this is Billy. Can I just say thank you on behalf of Jen and myself for listening to the podcast? It just, it really means a ton to us. It's kind of humbling. If this has helped you, would you mind referring it to a friend or rating it, reviewing it, um, giving us five stars, please? Um, It helps us. And so if we're helping you, you could help us, refer it to a friend, it helps them. And the world just goes round and round. And it would mean a lot. Thanks. Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. You're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Well, cheers to you, love. It's nice to see you today. Well, thank you, love. Oh, not the accents. Um, it's been a glorious, okay, uh, cloudy I just week, need to, I know we darling. probably started off every podcast in the last couple of weeks with this, but I am very, 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 very disappointed in summer. Um, now are you now, lad? Do you think if summer <laughs> had a gender, what would it be? I'm going to go with female because she's late. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. I, Actually, that took on multiple yeah, meetings right I when I said it, but we that's should, not what I'm talking game about. I don't to the party. I'll think it. I'm thinking think late. Are you pregnant? <laughs> it just I I, I like, didn't think before I I didn't think before I spoke. Like my period, I'm late. You know. Oh, like, I didn't want you to say that out loud. That's all we're thinking. Right hey, it's now. freezing. It's freezing. It's cold. Work. It's rainy. It's windy. Can we do this? Maybe she being summer. He, the female summer, it. the woman summer will hear us and she will, she will show up if we re- remind her of all the things we love about summer. Babe, what are some so of your I favorite things? I have to say this really quick. I think it's a he. Uh-huh. Because he only has one freaking job and he can't even do that. Oh. Oh, well played. <laughs> well played. I don't know if I can argue <laughs> with that. Think the sound chick. Think the sound chick Okay, can we turn off mic. her mic? <laughs> um, um. You I know what I'm. You know what I love about summer. Summer, please listen to me, Mister or Mrs. Um, I love um, my wife in a bathing suit. I actually genuinely love that about summer, and I haven't seen that. And you have not had you the chance to sunbathe. About, what I love about summer is you wake up to heat. I just need heat yeah. in my life. Like uh, even I would be happy at like seventy, which I think that's like not really hot. That's like but nice, it's but it's not cold. Like 80, like 80 is my favorite. Oh gosh. With no humidity. You can it's cook like, things at 80. It's like heaven. I like grilling by the lake. We haven't been able to do it. The lake days are pointless around here. It's freezing. You're freezing <laughs> the on the wind lake. It's just next um, level. I like I going out for ice cream. Coat. I like going out for ice cream. Just yeah. walking in the, in the summer, in the summer Eve, just getting a little ice cream. Yeah. We haven't done any of that. Yeah. Um, I, I like, like going ta- swimming. I like taking ferry rides. I like going swimming. I can't jump in the lake. I'll get hypothermia. <laughs> it's July and I'll get hypothermia. I think all year round in Lake Washington, you're going to get Summer, that. do you hear us? We missed you. I feel like people are- Please just, show up to the party. People in Seattle are happier during the summer months. I, I just, I'm For convinced. Sure. All two of them. People smile, and say hi. we're getting gypped. The two summer months that we get, I, I, had, I, was, I was golfing with some friends yesterday or two days we're, ago, we're hold, and we're like we're hoping that hope. summer will, will will extend it to September and even the first part of October. Oh, yes. Wouldn't it be? Yep. It would be, it would be right. On. We're holding on. We're um, on As we air this podcast, it'll be airing in a few days. We're recording it a little, or recording it a few days before it airs. You will be turning 41 tomorrow. Babe, Old. hey, literally you are starting the second half of your life. This is year one. Happy birthday. And the second uh, half of your life. And I'm assuming we'll live to, you'll live to 80. And then if, uh, if you do live like to- Like 95. Okay, but if you live to 80, can we probably say that our days will consist of waking up, going to breakfast, taking walks. 
I don't think we're making love at that point. So uh, why? <laughs> why? I, why not? Can we not even? I don't even want to talk I'll, about. I'll it. give you. I don't even want the picture. I'll give you. I'll give you the blue pill. Come on. Let's just not talk I mean, about it. We're 80. We girls can do we're it. We're 80. Do it to the rest we're of the world. We're 80. We're going to read books. I'm going to do crosswords. Okay. No, that's we're, not fair. We're 80. If you're saying that, if I'm sure I'd be out. Yeah, I'm out. Like, 80 is still. We're going to be best friends and we're going to notebook it up, you know, like go to sleep and die together, but we're 80. So let's. This is year one of the second half of your life. Babe, what is there a theme for Act Two? Do you have a theme? Mm. What is your theme? You know, the only thing that I can think about is I'm nine, nine years to 50. That's that's the thing that comes across. Oh my, my God! <laughs> so your theme is pessimism. Your <laughs> theme is what's the point? <laughs> Fifty is young nowadays, and I can it say really, that it really is. I I met you someone. You be quiet, Vic. I met someone the other check. day, and she was uh, forty nine. I was shocked. I think I think I looked older than her. It was just unbelievable. So, Age is a state of mind. Yeah, Age is a true. state of mind. Okay. Since we're on the theme thing, and we're going to talk about this today, but since we're on the theme thing, you never gave us a theme for Act Two. You just Act Two. Act Two is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done raising my kids. We had a great. I mean, serenity's still around. Yeah, but <laughs> sweet serenity's still run. fifteen. Uh, got a little more work to do. We had a great run first half of our year. We learned a ton. Still kind of running. Some high highs, some low lows, <laughs> and I mean, not so that life will over. be like that. Life will be perfect every day, but I just am convinced and know that the second half is going to be even greater. Amen to that. It's Speaking of second halves, we're in twenty twenty. If you could, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going on this right now. If you could put in a phrase or a word the first six months of 2020 the year that we will not speak of once it's gone if you could put one word the first six months what would it be one phrase and if you could put the next six months of what you hope 2020 will be what would be the phrase or word um well first it's this this year's been unexpected that's it yeah i mean like and that could be a good and good i expected and bad. your unexpected good, answer good and bad like there's been so many ridiculous good things but there's been some incredible terrible hard trying things so totally unexpected yeah and you're talking personally i would so i'll I'll go and then we'll do the i would say beautiful disaster and what i mean is the first six months of 2020 are are disastrous that is a fact (laughs) like i'm not a that's a big word disaster is is a very big word and i will absolutely label the first six months we're in july as disastrous disastrous don't even get me going on how many disasters there have been pandemic the deaths um the the murder hornets um quarantine the economy i i don't want to put the war on racism in there even though that is creating a lot of pain for people i think that is a necessary thing and so that's why that's where the beautiful that's comes gonna in. birth beautiful that's where the beautiful comes in because yep. i do actually beautiful and maybe things. it's the optimist in me maybe it's the the person of faith in me i do believe that even though it has been disastrous for six months that their beauty could rise out of the ashes Ooh, there's a poet for you mm-hmm. i especially in the war on racism we have to go here and i believe so much good finally will come out of that also yeah. thinking in coronavirus i don't know what beautiful thing can come out of it i honestly don't and i know so many people are hurting financially people lost are, loved ones yeah just, yeah but i do believe somehow some way that good will come from this we'll look back maybe it'll be years from now maybe it'll be sooner than we think we're learning what's maybe we're learning what's more important maybe we're learning absolutely that's been i think that's a big part of the good maybe we're learning so to many. do more with less that's been huge yep man in a in a in a world that is just inebriated with excess, maybe we're learning that 
all you really need is. And I think a lot of things that were, you know, under the surface of like marriages, families, life, a lot of people are facing divorce, family disaster, depression, anxiety, all that. But I also think people who are really working through that, um, that, that this is causing them to face some of their fears. They're, they're for the first time maybe going to counseling on a regular. They're actually having the tough conversations with their spouses. We can at least hope for it, like, right? And yeah. I, think, I think there's a lot of that that's happening that's good that people, we, we, we don't get to hear about, right? We, get, we hear about the negative all the time. So Yeah, and then what would, you, what, would be, what would be the phrase that you would put on what you hope the next six months would be of 2020? The year we will not speak of when it ends. That's a good question. I don't know if I could put a... a Afraid? Do you have a phrase? Yeah, I think I do. I what think I would brand new starting lines. Okay. I think that's what I would say because I feel like some of us are, have, have started over. Like we, our life, we have kind of jumped into a whole new season. I mean, you're 40. It's the second half of your life. I'm 43. 41. Kind of, whatever. Yeah, she's not there yet. But I mean, it's saying like for us, for us personally, okay. it has been a whole year of new starting lines. Oh, but man. I think enforced, imposed starting lines on America and the world. Like we're all having to start over. Like and make no mistake, there have been challenges, but I think we'll be more innovative than it will be challenging. Absolutely. I just I'm just going to be that person. Absolutely. Like no doubt, this is so challenging. Let's be more innovative. So new starting lines. It's so good. Like let's, well, let's I mean, start you, again. That's a great statement, you know, sentence because I gave that to you. <laughs> Um, so I, I'll have to go you with this. Um, I did. You yeah. know, I remember what six, seven months ago. The whole. And I think I, I gave it to you. I don't, for me, I don't think so. For babe. me, it was like emotionally working through so much. I, it was like new starting lines for me. And um, over the last two years, there's been multiple ones. But I, I would just piggyback that. I agree. I agree. I think I choose what you. What do choose. people mean when they say I'll piggyback on? That? I, I um. It's such a common phrase. If I phrase. could say th- say it before like you, you want to jump on my I back, said it. So wrap I'm your legs around jump my waist, on your and bandwagon, then, and, and it, agree. You're gonna jump on my bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> I like fanny pack. You got fanny pack on that. <laughs> I want you to jump back on you're my bandwagon. You're gonna wrap it around your waist and buckle up. <laughs> you don't. Fanny, you don't know what you're pack? saying. <laughs> You're being well, very suggestive, pack. but you Wrap don't know. Wrap it around your waist and buckle it up. <laughs> yeah, girl. All right. Boy. You know what I love about this? And babe, you're 41. Welcome to the 40s, by the way. Thank you. Um, we, I, get, we I need all the advice. I've been here for a year. Um, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like technically you're in now. 40 is like a year of total confusion. Now you're 40. You're about to be 41 tomorrow. Okay. So I feel like you've officially arrived. I Here's what I was saying about my 40s the other day. And I'm going to live by this. And I want this to kind of frame our conversation for the rest of the podcast, if you'll allow me. Um. In my 40s, I feel like I have the same amount of energy as I did in my 20s, just with 20 years of experience and knowledge. Like, I feel like I still have the same drive, passion, dream, ambition. And maybe this is true with most people. I mean, it's, it's maybe it's just me. I don't know. I feel this. I wonder what you think. I have the same energy. Like, let's I go. I feel like you have more energy. Okay, great. I feel like you're healthier than you've ever been. Okay. I don't know that that's true when I was 21, but... Um, well, maybe. But 20 more years of experience, learning, failing, doing, observing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you add all that. When I was 20, I thought I knew. When I was 30, I kind of knew. I'm 40 and I'm willing to admit I know a few things. Don't know it all. Got so much to learn. We got the whole second half of our life ahead of us. But I know some things. I do actually know some things in my 40s. and But I still have the same energy, right? Do you feel that or? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I feel like. In your in our forties, and I think most people would agree this. You've learned some things. You've gone through some really tough things. Tough things actually teach us more than the good days. And so 
I think because we're 40 now, we've gone through the tough days and not that we'll have, you know, hopefully we'll have too many more, but I've learned so, so much. I feel, you know what I, I feel in my forties, I feel a sense of ease that I didn't know in my twenties and thirties. And what I mean by that is, is you just kind of, I feel like I was naturally probably comfortable in my own skin, but I feel like even now it's, it's like taking on a whole new form for me. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't have anything to prove. Um, I, I let things, people's opinions about me or whatever roll off. You're actually good at that. You know, and I actually say sorry quicker than I ever have. Like I own my shiznit faster. You know, you just, in your forties, you, you just, learn. you start accepting. You've seen and a few I think things. there is a difference. I think people who, as they get older, they get more stuck in their way. They get adamant, they get ugly, they get mean, they get, or, or they can get, or they get the, the opposite. Other. Right. And I feel like by God's grace, that's happening to us. And I pray that that will continue to mark our lives. But I feel like I get nicer. You either become a sage or you become a senior citizen. Absolutely. Either you learn from life and you be better and you help other people or you become stuck in your ways you become senile and I'm, and being, I'm, I'm speaking my metaphorically hope, my here. hope for this podcast to anyone who listens since the day when we started it, is that we would just help people be the best version of themselves and so out of these conversations and I think ultimately I'm passionate about that like that's why we even started this conversation back what was it a year and a I feel like we kind of started it just because we wanted to have we were having honest conversations and I, I feel like you forced me on. to start it because yeah, you were like our marriage isn't going to make it unless you do something with me <laughs> <laughs> did, I like, I, did I put it that way? And I was like, well, I'll make love with you. The thing is, is I didn't <laughs> You were like, no, no, <laughs> we got to talk on microphone. So I was like, can we make love afterwards? And I you were like, think I, I remember that. the whole conversation. I was like. I think you're being dramatic. <laughs> and then you were like, with microphones? I think you're making we- up things. I think you're <laughs> taking something small. Hey, and I'm not up. mad at 20-year-olds, by the way. Like, I, you know, oh some 20-year-olds are listening. They're like, dude, do you think we're stupid? I actually kind of no, rather hang man. out with In my 20s, I dreamed. We went for it. We We loved like I mean, yeah, God, I love twenty year olds. Our our boys our are, 20 are twenty years old. Yeah, it's like there's so I mean, much to do. Night, like, get it in your twenties, man. My passionate twenty year old son. You know, we just had this all down out disagreement, and then he gets loud and very adamant, and then it makes me want to get louder and adamant. So we were pretty adamant together. It was the first time that I think he realized my mom doesn't see everything the way I see it, and. Can I admit on the mic? I probably should have just shut the whole thing down. Well, this just took a turn. But it was like, are you? Is your conscious betraying? Well, it's because I'm thinking the 20 year old in him was so adamant, and the 40 year old in me was was just as adamant. Just as adamant. (laughs) It was okay. If you're listening, it might be a Huffman trait. Um, my wife and my oldest son argued. It was civil, but they argued back and forth on the case of masks, which I don't want to get into. We're not going to get into. Oh, God. For over an hour. And Serenity... <laughs> okay, that's a dramatic. Caleb, no, it minutes. was over an hour. And Caleb and Serenity would walk in, and we were just... And they kept trying to like bait all nope. of the family Judah to join them. Judah was trying to bait the You two. And, <laughs> they baited me at the very end. Yeah, well, Vic walks in, and when it's almost done, and just jumps right in with it. Like She, she just jumps into it, but... She sides with whoever well, she... Judah. He brought me into it. I mean, Judah gets her to side right now. You're out grown adult. You can do it. Yeah. You can, you can make decisions. I think in your 20s, you just go get it. I think yeah. in your 30s, you live in it. What you went and got in your 20s, you're living in your 30s. And I think in our 40s, kind of for me, it's like we're going to make it do what it do now. Like I got it. I lived in it. And now, now we're going to make it do what, what it do. It do. Um, which, man, I miss shots. And I think we'll probably start bringing them back here. We took a pause there just to be... Yeah, sensitive because it's like i just missed shot <laughs> yeah. yeah is there a problem babe you need to the episode the mini episodes something? we were doing twice a month on coffee talk called shots where we kind of just take like a, a topic and go for it and we always started out as like shots where we make it do what it do 
that's what made me think about oh, it. Yeah. yeah, it reminded me of it. We haven't done them for a bit, just trying to be sensitive to what's going on in America today. And but um, and that and that being said, we're not gonna we're gonna continue to speak up. We like, have to. And we'll that's not to. going to be something that it, you know, there's posts now saying, oh, you know, people are forgetting what this fight's all about. And I think we all have to commit to the journey. It's a long game. It's a long yeah. game. Exactly. Vic the sound chick. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Martin yeah. Luther King said that. And um, we have to keep speaking up. So we will. But um, also life is, you know, people are like, life is getting back to normal. It is. But we can still keep we can st- you could do multiple things at once so let's do that i think there's a time to stop and pause and and focus on things um which is why i i, I still and I, I think i've said this before but it just it it's the most frustrating thing for me when people are like they have an issue with the term and i'm talking about the idea of black lives matters i'm not mm-hmm. talking about the organization i actually don't know much about the organization but the idea that in this moment in history black lives matter yep um, and then they want to be like all lives matter. And to which I want to say, I like bacon, right? Because since we're saying things that have absolutely nothing to do with what I previously said, and I'm stealing this from Chris right. Delia, you know, um, it's like that, that it doesn't have anything to do with it. All lives aren't in jeopardy. All lives aren't right. being brutalized. Uh, so let's just, so you take a moment and you focus on those things. And so anyways, we and will. Our attention will be there. Yeah. We'll keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. We all should. Can we do this, babe? Speaking of second halves, um, what will we do better in the second half of our lives than we did in the first? So I kind of have... That's a great question. So I, I've written down, just before we turn on the mics, I wrote down like five things. They're super simple, but I'd love to have a conversation about them. And I know you're opinionated about these things. And when I, I didn't mean to say opinionated. No, I came off because you used the word you're opinionated. I know you have opinions on these. And I want your opinions are valuable. I want I, I know it's going to get you and going. And I know you're opinionated. So I'm not offended it by your It sounded like your an comment. insult. <laughs> I know you're so opinionated. I am a little um, bit sometimes. <laughs> I'm growing. Mm-hmm. What will we do but better? But the sound chick is too. That's why we get along. For sure. Yeah. I mean, what will we do better at in the second half of our lives? Act two than we did in first. Okay. Number one, before you speak, listen. That's good. Okay. That's, that is, that is a statement. I'm going to be better at that. Wait. Um, I think it was your mom that posted silent and listen, use the same letters. Oh, yeah. Silent and listen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting fact. Thanks for Thanks, throwing mom. that in there, Vic the Sound Chick. Thanks, yeah. mom. Thanks for plugging mom. <laughs> um, Shout out Susie. Yeah, I just I'm gonna be better at listening before I speak, and not and listening being like actually listening. So a lot of times when we're we're talking or someone's talking, I'm 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 formulating what I'm gonna say. Can I just my say a, a little shout out to you? I can tell you were thinking about this for the last 24 hours because you kind of shot fires um, in the garage yesterday morning. I shot fires, like you said some things that you know were I just fired shots. <laughs> do you have dyslexia of speech? I do. That's <laughs> you shot fires. You fired shots. You fired shots, and then I I like re- I responded, and then you 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 shot again, and then I reacted. And then I think you process, and then you 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 like I'm gonna listen. I'm uh-huh. gonna listen. I just so, took a big breath. Yes, Vic, you can knock I, it off. I am very. Grateful. I used to be criticized um, for not talking enough in meetings. I would listen and then be concise in my response. And I, the criticism against me was say more. You need to talk more. And I just. I fundamentally always had an issue with it. And I, it was kind of like I was being told, like, you're not saying enough. You know, you're not you're not using your influence enough. And although I think there's a point to it, I just kind of feel like 
Um, blowhards and yes men talk more. If I can just be honest. Okay. Blowhards and yes men. And when I say blowhards, <laughs> I know. What's a blowhard? <laughs> sounds so inappropriate. It sounds very not okay. okay. A blowhard, what I mean by that, where did that term come from? It must like be from my childhood. 60s? Yeah. I don't know. Um, people that are just love to hear themselves talk. And they think they, ha- they have all the answers. And they think everything they're saying is so profound. And they're just blowhards. Just bruh, They're just blowing hard. You know, they're just saying everything with, and, or yes men. They're like, oh, oh, that's so good. And I would like to even piggyback on what, oh, and I would, and it's just like, oh my Lord, I just want yeah, to, switchers. I want to listen more before I speak. I love the vibe. And maybe this is the mafia lean in me. I love the vibe of people just quiet, silent, clearly listening, not checking out. And then when, they, what do you think? They're like, bam, 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 bam. And then the back to silence. You know, who was it? It was like, if you want to deliver a good talk, stand up, say what you came to say, sit down. You know, it's like just Period. boom, boom, boom. I just, I want to be better at that. Don't you? You're, you're really good at that. Do you that. disagree with me? Is that too big of a statement to say well, that you're passionate, like, people that you talk, talk more are typically yes men blow hearts? It's just like, why do you have to feel the space, man? I, I completely Think agree. about what you're going to say and say agree. it. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think we all tend to want to say our opinion too quickly. In fact, our stance too it's, quickly. It's widely been known that the best conversationalists are the ones who listen the most. And if you read the book, which we've referenced many times on this podcast, How to Win Friends, Influence People by Dale Carnegie, that's one of the things he's like, you want to be an amazing conversationalist, everyone wants you in the room, is listen. Like genuinely listen to people. Like take interest in what they're saying. And I've heard of people in our world that are like, oh, that book, it doesn't make any sense. You shouldn't read it. It's just a Huffman thing. And I'm like, yo, 15 million copies sold. Gee, maybe you should read it. I know. <laughs> You're like waving me off. Like, don't get into it. Oh, I get so annoyed. Anyways, um, all right, number two. I want to be better at this in my 40s and the rest of my life. Before you write, think. So the first one is before you speak, listen. Before you write, think. Can Man, I just... That's so relevant with social media today. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. People just get fired up and they just go post, you know. It's like, wait, do you understand what you're saying? You're writing. Can I just say this that's going to save so many people listening right now? Don't hit send. Right. Don't hit send yeah. on the text, on the email, <laughs> on the post. Don't hit send. We've had friends who have called us, especially during some of this. They're like, man, I have written so many posts and then deleted. And I'm like, you know what? I think it's therapeutic, in fact, to write it out. Yeah. Like, write it out. Just don't put an address in there. Oh, my goodness. Don't hit send. Now, there is a time and a place to hit send. But can I just say this? I feel like in writing, emails, text. I feel like it's one of the worst ways to communicate. Like if you just need to give information, fine. I think writing is great. It's very effective. Here's information, bullet points. But if you're trying to communicate, you can't hear tone. Yeah, You can't hear compassion. Mm -hmm. You can't hear empathy. um, You can't hear any of that in writing. You can't see the expression on my face. It's a more difficult conversation. It's like, I, I just am a believer in this. I'm so the person, I'd rather pick up a phone or have a coffee moment than try to break down a difficult conversation through a text message. Jennifer, and you know what? Do you You're know that so we've right. Had, we've had more You're so right. ugly moments in our marriage because we wrote texts back and forth mm-hmm. after the fight. And then it's like you're writing things that weren't even fighting about. And then you can write hurtful things and and just send it. And, like, then, misinterpret and misinterpret. I mean, just even a phrase like, I can't believe you would say that. If you read that, it can in the middle of a, a tendency, I think it can come off as like so aggressive. Or if you, what if I were to say it and there's like, my eyes are soft. I'm looking at like, Hey, I, 
I can't believe you would you would say that. Like, and you hear my voice, like, I, it's not how it meant, but you read it, and it's like, I can't believe you would say that. You know what I'm like? Yeah. Exclamation mark. Yeah, you can't hear anything. Yeah. And it, you're so right. Conversations are so much better than but you know, trying question, to write it out. Why is it so hard for people? It's inconvenient. But no, it's more than that, because I would say more than 50% of the friends that I've been friends with over the years or family members, they they have the hardest time having the conversation. It's hard. Conversations are so much more difficult. It is so much because uh, 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 writing it is one-sided. But if I have to articulate and you can just and walk think away. You don't have to actually interact. And respond. And that's why people don't do it. But I'm telling you, it makes so much and before you write. And I think that feeds into write, it's really good. Yeah, I, and unless and, and the only way, the only other thing I would say is that's before you write think is when you're writing hard things. I would think, how do I really want to say this? And nine times out of ten, I'm telling you, it's probably just better to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. The only time I would disagree with that whole thought is um, when you're writing kind things. Like I think, yeah, if you just want really some people good. like love you today, thinking about you today, you're amazing. Oh, hey, we good need job. To do that, more, that was amazing. Right? Like, you just, could just do just that all fun, day long. You don't because. have to think about that. Now yeah. you do have to think if all you're like you're amazing, you're incredible. I love you so much. Right, and that's sincere, all you're doing. People are like, sincere, I don't think you I mean, we're all that. intelligent. Use, use you're words amazing. That describe, <laughs> use words when you send kindness that describe what you're wanting to say. You're the most amazing person in the whole world. As you interrupt me, and you say, "Oh, did I?" Sorry, I was thinking about such a blowhard. Oh Oh, man, okay, I'm gonna get better at it. Well done. Act two, act two. I'm gonna get better at it. I believe all our listeners are laughing right now. Sorry, babe. I'm sorry. Okay, what were you saying? Was it? Was it? Oh, I thought we were bantering back and forth. (laughs) What were you saying? I was just saying how you know when people you're like, oh, you're amazing. Oh, you're incredible. I like when you send kind things. Just think of, you know, we're all intelligent. Think of words that describe that person or mm. just use a few kind, you know, words that would say what you're trying to feel versus putting all in one word. Be amazing. intentional. Yeah. It's like, like we can do that. I love that you dyed your hair brown. Not just like, you're so beautiful. <laughs> Although you can say you're so beautiful because like, I think you're so beautiful. All right. Number three. This is what we're going to do better in the second half. Before you spend, earn. Okay. Mm. Um, we've lived our life like this and I... I and I will stand by this. We've always tried to live beneath our means. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is I don't try and live in a house or live in a car or pay a mortgage or buy the kind of clothes that I can afford. I try and I try and live just beneath that because things like coronavirus can happen and 40 million people file and for And I want to make a side note, right? like, un- unless, until we moved into the home we're living in, which literally was a gift from but God. But we're not paying right. more. But people, if anyone hears that oh, yeah. statement that walks into this home, they're going to be like, whoa. Are we're they crazy living? blessed right now. We yeah. live in a house and you think we're millionaires. We're not. And we're not paying more. But that's but we live by this, live beneath your means because then it gives you. Exactly. Um, who was it? Was it Jay-Z? Probably the, you know, the, the poet Jay-Z said, this generation is obsessed with looking like they have money and not actually having money. Wow, wow. And I don't think it's just this generation. I think people have been obsessed with that for a long time. I want to look like I roll deep. I want to look like, and it's like, hey man, how about just have money? Um, I mean, I respect the people. You meet people who are just very, just, they live a very um, simple life. They don't drive, drive extravagant cars or wear clothes that are like, wow. And then you find out later, as you get to know them, they're multimillionaires. Mm-hmm. Like, those people, I'm like, that's that's what I want to be. And I'm not mad if you wear have expensive things or nice things and it, you can afford it and totally. you live beneath your means. Nothing now there's something about things. flaunting it and I think it can become part of your identity and that's good luck with 
Good luck with that, by the way. Okay, let's talk about it. So the thought was before you spend, earn. 10, 10, 80 plan. Remember that? Yes. Um, we kind of have lived our life. We still do. We probably do more than that now. 10, 10, 80 means 10% of our income, our income, we give. So we we give to the church. We're, we're generous. We give. Um, the other 10% we save, and then we live off 80%. I would say now we kind of do much more. 20, 20, 60, right? Wouldn't you say that? Like, Absolutely. I really do. Like, I feel like we give 20%, keep- we save 20%. We've learned to live off 60%. Yep. That's crazy. We're also in our 40s, second half. So, but, but anyone who, who's, you know, even our kids, we're teaching them now. Like, 10, 10, 80. doesn't matter if you work at Chick fil A or you work for Microsoft. Like, just start that plan now and see how God will bless it. Be generous and give. Yep. Um, save, give to yourself for a rainy day like coronavirus, pandemic, 40 million people fired for unemployment. Like have something yeah. Yeah. and then learn to live off 80%, right? Love and so, it. and let's talk about credit cards for a second because we're talking about before you do spend, earn. Let's do that. What's your, give me your wow, take on the credit we're cards. Let's today. go. Yeah, this is helpful. Okay. Yeah. What's, what's, what's our philosophy with credit cards? Um, my philosophy? Personally, our philosophy. How have we lived our life with credit cards? What do um, we do? If I feel like you should. We feel like I don't want to put this as a you know um, our philosophy. Okay, we we didn't get a credit card until we knew we could fully pay it off every month, every right. thirty days. We refused to we use credit cards. We also made a pact when we first got married that until we made a certain amount annually, we wouldn't get a credit card. Right. And I'm telling you, it saved us so many times to not get debt. It's like. It's like, you know, getting debt that's like, you kind of could justify it. Like, okay, I have, my tires are dead, right? I got to mm-hmm. get new tires. But for do whatever tires reason, die or do or they? they fly, you know, okay. whatever. It's, but it's amazing how you get resourceful when you don't have a credit card, right? right? We refuse to let credit card be our bailout because right. we, because consumer debt will kill you literally. And so we just wouldn't do it. And then once we did get credit cards, which so people out there like credit cards are the devil. And I I love Dave Ramsey and what he talks about. And he would be very against credit cards. And I actually, we've learned a lot from his financial things. We have a credit card, but we also are honest with ourselves. We've we've developed a discipline over the years. We have multiple credit cards that we use on credit what we have in the bank. So for instance, if I'm on a bankroll of vacation, a family vacation, let's say it costs $5,000. Probably costs more than that. We have family five, but let's say it costs $5,000 to vacation. We've saved our money. The t- we've saved our money. We have $6,000 in a s- savings account. Right. And then we throw it on a credit card. Here's why. First of all, really helps your credit score. Second of all, we get points on our credit card. So the credit cards we use get us air miles. It gets us dollars back on our money. So it's actually investing. And when vacation's over, we put it all on the credit card. We got $5,000 on credit. What? Nope, it's in the bank. We get home, you pay it off And can instantly. I just say it shoots your- um, Bam, your, make it work for you. Your credit, it shoots your credit score through the roof when you do that. Through the roof. But I would say this, if you're if you're in your early 20s and you're, you're getting your finances in order, I wouldn't advise anyone to do that yet. I, th- I think when you can develop- right disciplines once you can save monthly give monthly live off of it you know and establish the basics of those financial things then get a credit card and learn to to use that with wisdom you know they say necessity is the mother of invention i think lack is the mother of innovation you're like well what am i going to do if i have money you'll figure it out yep you will figure it out yep don't give yourself an escape that actually isn't an escape it's a deeper hole figure it out it'll work all right before you quit try before you quit, try. Can I just say this? Sometimes you quit. I've quit in my life. Preemptive quitting? Sometimes. No, I mean, I'm, people are like, quitting is not an option. It is an option. It is actually an option. And I'm not a quitter, but I have quit things in my life. Sometimes you do have to be like, you know what? This, I'm not, this isn't going to work. 
I just, and some people don't want to hear yeah. that. And I actually don't like hearing it come out of my own mouth. But I just think that is reality of life. But can I just say this? In my 40s, what I'll be better at going on the second half of my life is before I quit, I'm going to try. How many marriages do you and I know personally made it because they said, we're not going down without a fight? I remember, I remember so sitting good. across the table with friends of mine. They're like, I'm losing my marriage. And I've sat across the table with friends and family members who have lost their marriage. But I remember being like, hey, well, don't go out without a fight. Like, show her you love her. Do everything you can. Ask for, and, and then they, they, that would be our story, by the way. Yep. That would be our story at least twice in our 23 years of marriage where it's like it was kind of done and we both just decided we'll try it again. Yep. We'll just... I guess it's worth fighting for. And all of a sudden, I'm reminded of the poem. Um, I don't know who wrote it. I think it's just from a movie, but it goes, once again into the fray, the last good fight I'll ever know. Live and die on this day. Live and die on this day. So poetic, this this podcast. Really but I love that thought. And that, that poem inspired the heck and of me. And you know me. what else is inspiring is the people who have fought, fought, and fought. And in the end, it doesn't work. It's either the marriage... The marriage, they had to walk away from the marriage because it was just so toxic, right? I, I was with a, a person just recently and, and that was the story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good for you. Good for you for having the courage to make that jump. Right. And, and so so people who are on the other end who have had to literally walk away, right, or quit, and sometimes that's where then, boom, a new starting line develops in your life and it's a whole it. new world. And that's why it's live and die. So like sometimes you will quit. It will, but but before you quit. That's right. Try, try. And what, Give is, it your what does all. try mean though? I think people are like, well, you know, they won't listen to my opinion. Well, I've tried to, I've tried to like, you know, be kinder. It's like, no, that's not what we're saying when we say try. Like, like you're willing to go and, and get get the work done. And I'm just gonna jump on a limb and say people are smart and it's trying. Be honest with yourself. Cause here's the thing. Yes. I could tell you what try is, and you and you could argue with me. Just honestly. If you are honest, give it your best with yourself. Fight. I, I told, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of a person in my mind who saved his marriage years ago. And I remember looking at him, I was like, bro, do not go out without a fight. Like if your marriage is going down, go down in a blaze of glory, bro. Fight. And he did. And they're still happily married today. Wow. And that's not always going to be peace. Right. I mean, and that's okay. And I love what you said. And if you do quit and it doesn't work, not in just a marriage, but anything. Because of the circumstances. Start again. Yeah. That is the beauty of life. And, and, and the Reset. Beauty, the beauty begin is, again. is that it's painful. And there are days that are dark, yep. but I, I would say if you're in the days that are dark, keep putting one foot in front of the other, because I'm telling you, light is coming. The, the new starting line is there and you've got to make a fight to get there. Okay. Can I do the last one? Yeah. Before you die, live. Before you die, live. Now it sounds cliche, but I mean, truly live. And since we don't know- Are these like chapters to your book? <laughs> no. That, maybe I should though. Um, and since we don't know when we're going to call it- Yeah. Start right now. Um, so here's the thing. How do we truly live? Because people are existing right now. Just because you're breathing I in oxygen, that, that means there's a difference between living and existing. There's also a difference between living and surviving. Okay? And I think there are days where I'm just trying to survive. I don't want there to ever be days where I just exist, where I just consume oxygen and I have no purpose. Live before you die, because we're yep. all dying. Like truly live. Uh, what are some of the ways... And I'm asking myself this question right now that we truly yeah, live. Because I think a lot of people do just exist. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can I say this? Can I say how you can transcend instantly just existing? Help other people serve other people. Mm-hmm. 
I know it it's, sounds so like, oh, like, that's what Mother the, Teresa would say. I am telling you, that is a life worth living. It's the starter to your engine because it gets you yeah, going. Yeah, it revs you up. Yeah, it does. It you don't really even does. know it. You think, and you're like, well, that's just helping them. Helping them helps you. Because if you don't know the next step, just do that. And I promise you the next step will come. And I love this question because I think living is asking yourself the question, what is everything I would love to do? Yes. Because it's what's in your heart. People are like, well, I don't know if I'll be good at it. Well, I don't know if like people will like it. I That doesn't matter. It, what's in your heart? Dream. What's in your heart? Dream like, again, okay, man. What was in my heart? Just a part of it. Just a small part of it was a cute little flower cart. Mm-hmm. Is that my whole life? Sweet serenity. No, but I'm just making this example. It's like, what's in your heart? And then give yourself permission. To do it. To do it. And guess what? I don't have the money to do it. I, don't, I have to keep my, my nine to five. You know what? Tell you, me something I don't you know. You may have to do a nine to five, but you could you can change things. Dream. You could tweak your do. hours. Risk. You could change your job <laughs> yes. to, 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 to reach the live. goals. Hey, you're going to die. And live. that's exactly right. And can I, I say it. this, that we only have one life to live and we always get back on this topic because we're so passionate about it. But I think too many humans are walking around as robots just doing what they've always done because that's what they were told to do. Can I just say, we give you permission to do everything that's in your heart. And maybe maybe no one in your life has ever told you that. Listen, it's time. If you're 20, if you're 40, if you're 60, do everything that's in your heart. But Jennifer, what what if it doesn't work? And then what will happen is, is you'll do the next thing that's in your heart. But what if that doesn't work? And then you'll do the next just thing. Just do it, man. That's right. You have one life to live. And along and the way, let's laugh. can I just say, the people in your world will admire mm-hmm. that you just kept doing the things that are in your heart, even when they were a failure and when they were wins. Serve others, take risks, dream, then do, fail, get up you know, again, your brother gave laugh. Me, can, I, can I recommend a book? Yeah. Your brother gave me a book by um, Bob Goth. He was so kind. Thank Bob, you, Ben. Bob, Bob who? Goth. Bob, Bob Goth. Did you say Goth? <laughs> you did. Bob Goth. Sorry, Bob. Um, Bob Goth. He's a great speaker writer, but Ben was so sweet. He gave What's me What's the a, name of the book? Um, I'm about to get to that. Oh, sorry. I can't talk as fast as you. You have to slow down for me. That's, um, so, so Ben was so kind. On the first day of our, our little pop-up, he, he gifted me this book, and it's called um, Dream Big. Yeah. And it's all about this topic. So if you're looking for some resources that maybe will help you, you should get the book because it's it's amazing. And can I say this as we, yeah, I, I can't wait to read that. We should read that together in the bathtub. I you love and it. I. I'm in the room. Um, you won't be in that room. No. Um, oh, on that note, aren't we doing a date night tonight? Okay, we can. Can I finish okay. the thought, babe? The people, the people are trying to turn off the can radio we, and get on to the next thing. Can you tell me where we're going? If you're going to live, enjoy what you have. Be grateful for that. Yes. And enjoy it right now. Yes. Enjoy what you have. And enjoy it right now. I think that kind of sums up gratitude. So to recap, what we are going to do in the second half, we're going to be better at this. We're going we need to put this on a board. Somewhere. Before you speak, listen. Before you write, think. Before you spend, earn. Before you quit, try. And before you die, live. Come on, man. Act two is going to be awesome. That was really good. Love you. Good. I love you, babe. Cheers. Here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.